Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Becoming Creator Podcast. I am honored to be joined by the amazing, the queen of snacks herself, Kiwi on the Sticks. Hello, Kiwi. Hey, thank Hi, you so much going? for having me, Paula. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny because I was watching your stream earlier, and I, I was lurking until the end. I caught you at the end when you were doing like your journaling, which I think is awesome because mm. I love journaling. But I thought it was great that you were talking about how, like, it comes full circle and stuff like that, too, that, like, you know, I was, like, one of the first, like, content creators you'd met on the platform and stuff. And, like, now we're doing this together. Yeah. So it's just, like, crazy to see how, like, you know, far this journey's been, but also, like, you know, how it re-intersects and stuff, too. So. Yes, definitely. I feel like, but that was four years ago. We've been friends yes. for four years. So much has happened in the last four mm. years. And it's like, it's honestly such a great feeling to be able to sit here with you and like talk to you after all <laughs> these years. I feel like we like, we don't really like lose, um, lose like step when we catch up again, but there's mm. like so much stuff to talk about. Um, it's been really nice, like seeing you, and you're like, I'm taking pictures, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and like, you know, <laughs> just like the tech guy, the TikTok and YouTube tech guy. Like, I love this. Oh, please, I, I feel like this. I feel like you're the one that's like got that perfect aesthetic and that beautiful like camera and everything going on. Oh, like, I love go. it. Like, I'm sitting there, me <laughs> being known as the the video guy. I'm looking at your videos. I'm like, damn, she's she's killing it. She does a great job. With those videos. Like, I watched the Elgato video. How you set up the Elgato uh, one of the stands, like change up your setting mm. and stuff like that or whatever. And I was like, okay, Kiwi, I'm like, go off, girl. <laughs> yeah, well, I learned from the best. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, now who's buttering up who? Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, just to get things started off and warmed up, we're going to hit you with a couple rapid-fire questions. So Let's do this. number one, as the snack queen, what is your favorite snack? Definitely smart food white cheddar popcorn with Fritos barbecue twist chips combo together. Make sure you go like a little bit extra on the barbecue uh, twist and then like... I would say like 60-40. Oh, my God. It's delicious. <laughs> I, You know what? It's kind of funny because I feel like I remember you making a video about that because you – I feel like I feel like you did a little something-something with uh, smart food before, right? Or like yes. they at least noticed you and sent you something? Yes. Yes, they did. I ended up getting all these bags of smart food popcorn that were yeah. like little snack bags. So I put them all on the floor and I like laid on them and like made a popcorn angel. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that photo. Yep. Yeah, I, just, I was like, I love this popcorn. It's delicious. Not, not to like, not to like dive into the, you know, to, you know, I want to do rapid fire questions, but honestly, that was such a great way of like building a relationship with, mm -hmm. I mean, a brand or the people at the brand, just naturally, just on something that you really enjoyed, and just yeah, that I thought was just amazing. But I, I think I remember you okay. mixing the two of them, being like, this yes. is an amazing combination. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's fire, and I will uh, snack on them with chopsticks. Got to have chopsticks if you're going to have, like, a messy mm. snacking game at the same time. Chopsticks will stop your fingertips from getting all yucky. So, yeah, combo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I honestly, you know, even though sometimes I can I can let my air get a little bit messy, I will not do A little bit. I've L seen listen, your hair. Whoa, whoa. Listen, listen, listen. listen. <laughs> Listen here, I still have a boundary that I will not get like chippy hands and then touch my electronics. That I will 100% not do. That is like oh, where okay. I draw the line. Oh gosh, that is a hard line. Okay, all right, all right. Question number two. If you could choose any beauty and or fashion company to collaborate with or work with, who would you want to work with and why? 
Fenty Beauty. Um, oh. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Fenty is a makeup brand that um, has done a lot for all different types of people, but I know especially like other Black women and mm. uh, people who are maybe feeling like we couldn't find shades of makeup that catered to our skin tones. Um, I honestly think it's really nice to have makeup brands be more inclusive these days because mm -hmm. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it was really hard to find uh, makeup that catered to a wider range of skin tones. So I would love to work with them. Uh, I got a lot of Fenty on right now. Okay. <laughs> Looking good. For anyone that can't, like for anyone that can't see, she looks great. Makeup is on um, point. Yeah, I would I would brag about this star on my forehead, but this is actually a pimple patch. It's not uh, it's not makeup at all. It's just there to like <laughs> cover up the massive unicorn like horn oh, that's trying stop. to grow in on my forehead. <laughs> oh my but it would definitely be Fenty for me. I would love to be able to collaborate with Fenty in the streaming space. Yeah, that is that is awesome too, especially the inclusivity and stuff like that. I know we've mm -hmm. come a long way and we still have a lot more to go and stuff like that, but it's nice to see brands naturally have done that, you know, and gotten mm -hmm. to that point where they're being more inclusive and stuff like that. So no, that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. And I feel like that would be perfect because you in beauty, like I just feel like it goes together so well. Oh shucks. Then we gotta get shucks. you on a collab with IHOP. Then that'll be like <laughs> oh. perfect match. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next question. Uh here we go. Let me see. All right. So what is the song that is taking over your TikTok for you page? Oh, uh, I mean, TikTok has a lot going on. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it has a lot going on just all over the place. TikTok is loud. So I can't even pinpoint one specific song. However, the song I have kind of had on repeat, mm -hmm. um, I'm not even trying to get away from the song. I want to hear more of it is a song called So Special by Citizen Queen. It kind of has like a really boppy, like early 2000s girl group feel to it. And I mm -hmm. love it. It makes me feel good. That's oh, another okay. one of those groups that like everybody in the group is so like, they just, they have their own like personality and they're really interesting. I love that song though. So Special. It's good. It's a good I, one. I can the... see I could see you doing your like little Oh yeah, the little, little, yeah. <laughs> little one trick pony, the, the chest pump. Yep. Yep. Yes. You doing that to that? Yes. The yeah. Apollo dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta yeah, no, I gotta say it, it's always nice when you land on those songs that just like are feel good and you just put yes. them on repeat. Like I look, I'm not gonna lie. All right. All right, that song Cupid that's been all over TikTok has been mm. on my mind. There was literally just one day I listened to it like nonstop. I just yeah. it. it was just like it's just a good feeling, you know? It's just nice That's how you know you love it. the song when you like play it again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Like you just started back 20 times in a row. Mm -hmm. That's, That's me. Ones. That's me 100%. <laughs> all right. Next. Now, I'm actually really interested to hear this one because I know that you be all over the place when you're dabbling in the games. But oh. what is your favorite game currently? Ooh. I am going to go with Octopath Traveler 2. It is beautiful, and I'm still figuring out stuff about it that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, there's just so much to do in it. I have like 150 hours in it, and I haven't beat it yet. Oh <laughs> so my yeah, gosh, yeah, that what? one's it. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's hours. I'm walking around. I'm opening up the chest. I'm leveling everything up. I'm looking for like material stuff. Yeah, there's a lot wow. to do. <laughs> it's, if that doesn't scream value, I don't know what does. Yeah, but seriously. I was I was expecting that to be one of the one of the video games you're going to say, but I do love that art style and just like mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful looking game. It is. All right. Next up. So this is this is going to bring us way back. All right. What uh -oh. was your favorite song to sing for Twitch Sings? Uh, oh, you can dance. 
I loved how like everybody's reaction to that song was just like bouncing and like happy yeah. time. Yeah. So that, that no, was a good one for me. <laughs> that that was that was nice. Is that like there there was definitely like obviously they had a lot of popular songs, but there were just some mm-hmm. songs that were just staples that you feel like anyone would start bopping to it and just, you know, loving it. So yeah. I definitely feel like that was definitely on there for sure. Yeah. All right. So now that we got those out of the way, let's go ahead <laughs> and talk about present day Kiwi on the Sticks, aka the amazing glamorous snack chat oh, queen um <laughs> all right so tell me like what's the current state of your content um like what are you focusing on some of that where is your focus so currently i am at the point in my career where it's been four years now mm-hmm. i was able to um get partnered in 2021 i believe mm-hmm. and so i'm like finally kind of hitting my stride professionally with pitching myself to different brands and negotiating deals and things like that so that's like right now i'm in my era of um creating these things to send to companies making presentations uh, making sure i have like an email signature and all this stuff together really crafting good applications and gathering all types of resources i guess professionally to showcase myself better i know that's not necessarily like a content thing like i don't do that on stream but that's where my focus is right now is really honing my skills professionally to be able to represent myself in front of huge corporations and like really negotiate things that make sense for this this point in my career after having done so much for so long yeah no i mean i i think that makes a lot of sense and i don't i don't think that's like a a weird response by any means i think it's i think it's very good just because like you know to make this a living and stuff like that you have to look at it as a business right like you have to treat it that way and stuff like that uh and i think i can i mean i can definitely attest again from watching you grow from where you were when we were you know met from twitch things to where you are now i feel like you have a very very tight-knit community and i i see you playing all sorts of different games and they're always there like you're always around the same amount of people and stuff like that tuning in so i mean i think you know um I think it makes sense too. So it sounds like you're kind of like maintaining what you have now on stream and then just really like making sure that you can kind of get yourself in the actual industry um, for other opportunities that might kind of present itself. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. I feel like uh, the community building aspect is so important. Mm, There's a lot of maintenance there, uh, but I saw such huge growth, I feel, between 2021 and 2022 that now I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily pushing directly for growth like how i was when i was trying to become a partner but more so making good use of the tools that have been given to me making good use of the support of my community you know Mm -hmm. they're they're like hanging out and watching and doing all this stuff so i'm trying to make sure i can like actually capitalize on those things and you know just everybody wants to make their community proud at the end of the day especially after how much like love and stuff they pour into it you know you want to be able to say like i'm making good use of all this uh, so that's kind of where I am now. I want to make sure I'm building something solid, uh, you know, a solid foundation for myself now that I know that I'm going to be working in the industry, like as a full-time creator. Yeah. And and that makes sense. Right. And I think that's like really smart. Um, and I, maybe it's more a question for, for the past of like when you kind of felt that, like where you got to that point. So we're, we'll recircle back to that, but no, I think that's really smart. And I think, um, 
it really shows the maturity of you to be able to notice like, okay, like, you know, I've grown to quite a different, you know, a certain size, I've able to cultivate and get a community around me and really, you know, give back to them as well as, you know, they're supporting me. Um, you know, what more can I do now on the business side of it? So I think that's really cool to where you can kind of like shift your focus a little bit to that. Cause, um, yeah, I remember, <laughs> I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I remember literally every time I tuned into your stream, it was just something different, right? There's like different alerts, different backgrounds, different this, different that, and it was gorgeous. But again, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later because I know that's coming okay. up. But, um, but yeah, so, oh gosh, let me see. How do you, so how do you feel like your current focus right now when you shifted to this focus, how do you feel like that has played a role in your continued success as a creator? I think it has changed my mindset as a mm -hmm. creator. It has changed my confidence to be able to speak to my strengths, um, create something that I'm proud to show another company, creating my own media kit or whatever the case may be, creating my own video or whatever and presenting it has made me feel more confident as a creator and as a person. Um, it's helping me to be more observant of my strengths and also my weaknesses as a creator. Mm. So there's a lot of like introspective work that I'm able to do um, as well as, you know, figuring out what works and what doesn't. Like some some things I'm not that good at, but it's still entertaining. So you, you know, you're kind of like, I'm like filing different things away. Like maybe I'm not so great at FPS games, but my viewership for an FPS game might be great because people want to see me be trash at yeah. this game. But it's not necessarily uh, like something that's like more on the professional side, something that I like want to be doing, um, you know, and pretending to be good at it. Uh, so just kind of filing stuff away and, and becoming more aware of my brand and how it has evolved and what the possible direction of my brand will be because maybe we'll be somewhere else in a couple of years. Who knows? I might be the FPS queen in a couple of years. Oh, that's pretty good, man. <laughs> See, we got to come up with the FPS. Let's go. It's not going to happen. I get motion sickness and we do not want any of that. Oh, no. We don't want those problems. Well, if, you, if you ever want to sweat it out with me on Apex, you just let me know. Yep. <laughs> we, <laughs> um, good luck. You'll be here for me. What I will say is, like, obviously, I feel like it's good that you make note of that, right? That your your community would appreciate you playing that FPS game, regardless if you were good at it or not. And I think that just goes to show that you kind of understand like the relationship you have with your community. I think mm -hmm. oftentimes I can come in there and either, you know, sometimes like you might roast them or they're roasting you, but it's all in good fun and it's all just to have mm -hmm. content, enjoy each other. Um, so I definitely think that's really neat to notice that like, oh, well, you know, cause I'm not good at this game. I can't play it, but you're more like, we'd have a grand old time laughing about yeah. me trying to play oh, this well. game. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. They're very supportive of me, though. Like, I will say I'm very fortunate to have a community of people who respect my boundaries, who listen to my boundaries yep. in the first place. Uh, we do make fun of each other and joke around with each other a lot. But if there's ever like a problem or a breakdown in communication, we're always talking about it. So that's another really difficult part of being a creator is, is also maintaining a community, which you don't have to do, but it does greatly help, in my opinion. Um, being able to have something like that, but it it is a lot of work. Yeah, I definitely feel like, ha yeah, the the community aspect is definitely can be challenging to keep up with sometimes, mm -hmm. right? Because I feel like as a as a content creator, and I feel like you can even speak to this, time is just super limited, not including everything else we have going on outside of content creation. It's just like, right? So yeah, you just feel like at times you're just spread too thin. And you're trying not to be 
spread too thin at that point. Yeah. And there's lots of different personalities, you know, including my own that I have to account for when, you know, managing hundreds of people together. Like, how are we going to mix together? How are we going to make sure everybody kind of understands the joking similarly and it's not like we're you know offending people and it's a it's such a balance that you have to kind of work on constantly yeah no and that's that's the hard part is that balance but speaking of balance this actually leads us up to the next one uh which is pretty good is what does your typical day in the life look like for for you being a creator Ooh, so um (laughs) this has actually been a really interesting like year for me because I found out that um I have a blood disorder and um and so I was I spent a lot of last year feeling really confused and I was like why can't I function at the capacity that I'm accustomed to functioning why is you know everything is off I'm like really tired or having issues like breathing or staying awake and all Mm -hmm. this stuff and so that really changed the way I viewed my productivity because if you're someone who is dealing with a disability or um you know an autoimmune disorder anything that's like maybe impacting the way that you function in a day right it does make you question am i being efficient enough am i making a good use of my time um am i being an adequate creator i feel like i'm wasting time when i have to lie in the bed but that's really all you can do some days and so i've spent a decent amount of time unlearning that kind of toxic mindset that I have to be sitting here or yep. in the discord or working on something all day long in order to be good enough. Um, yep. I, I do have to be, I, I have to be good enough internally and physically before I can bring myself to any line of work. And so, you know, I can't really take it out on myself. So kind of the typical day is like trying to make sure I can calibrate myself physically first and foremost. Sometimes mm-hmm. that means I have to sleep a little longer. Sometimes that means I have to get up and go outside. Sometimes that means I have to like be careful with whatever medication or sometimes I'm going to the doctor like the last like month yeah. I was to the doctor like every other day. It's so much, it's so much going on. So just my priority has shifted to making sure I get myself right, whatever that looks like, eating a good breakfast, reading. I've been doing a lot of reading. Yeah, I saw um, that. You uh, read, yeah. read a few books the last like couple of weeks or so, right? Yeah. I actually am so mad because I read my book out of order. I read like the last book in the series. Oh, <laughs> was, no. Yeah. I was so confused the whole time. I was like, oh, my God, this book is kind of hard. But I was just like my brain. I just didn't get it. Or I missed <laughs> I missed some um, detail. But no, it was because I read the last book in the series. <laughs> so I was like, no. Um, but, but yeah, so I've been doing a lot more reading and doing some research and putting together some presentations for some bigger projects that I want yeah. to pitch to different companies and I want to pitch something to Twitch. And, um, I am putting together this thing to apply for ambassador cause I really want to be a Twitch <gasps> ambassador. <laughs> I would love I that. I do. I want to be a Twitch ambassador. Kiwi Twitch ambassador 2023 <laughs> needs to yeah. happen. I that would be amazing. I'm working toward it. I have applied a couple times, but I'm gonna keep applying. <laughs> yeah, um, they ain't gonna so, get rid of me. I love that yeah, attitude. They ain't gonna get rid of me not. that easy. Absolutely not. I'm clinging on for dear life. Um, but yeah, lots of um, you know, going through emails, um, putting stuff together, cleaning up things in OBS because I have a decent amount of like videos and scenes yep. and all types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to get my little workout in. 
I have like a specific workout goal to be able to do 10 pushups. Okay. And so <laughs> I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but no. No, that's where I have to start somewhere. No, 100%. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, especially like, I don't know, I've been watching a couple like gym influencers online. It's it's never about comparing yourself to others, right? It's always like, can you do better than what you've been doing, right? Are you growing exactly. as a person? So even if you're like, hey, I got five pushups today, I got six next week, like seven, like that's, that's huge because that's just showing growth and you're getting there. So no, 100%, I get that. Exactly. Yeah, I, exactly. I feel I feel the same way with pull-ups because like I can only do like six or seven pull-ups and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying to get that last one in there. And I'm like, come on, get to seven, get to seven. And I'm like here, I'm like, seven sounds so bad. But like, you know, again, it's progress. It's, it's hard work. It's progress. So exactly. Totally get it. And I, it sounds like, honestly, I feel like you have a really healthy, like, um, I think first off, like the mindset around the way that you approach your day, I think is super healthy because you're right. I feel like a lot of it is that like, grind culture that hustle mm -hmm. culture that we see with creators and if you're not working you're like you're losing kind of thing and re mm -hmm. realistically like i've actually learned this myself is that because i had a, i struggle with it is that taking time to rest and answer your, what your body needs is super productive because then you yes. can be more energetic you can be more present when you're doing these things so you can do it more intensely which is nice so yeah that's massive that you're able to kind of like get to that mindset to start off your days and stuff like that um, how do you feel like this routine is important to you? Like, why do you feel like it's important to have that kind of like have a routine like that? Because there are so many things that are out of my control. The state of the world is out of my control. How many people come to watch my stream out of my control? Mm -hmm. Um, my blood disorder out of my control. Like, <laughs> There's, there's nothing <laughs> I can do to make these things turn out a way that I want it to. And the thing that helps keep me grounded is just respecting myself enough yeah. To know that certain things are just part of life and I have to show up in the way that I can show up the best way I can each day. And that's it. Like I can't punish myself. I can't punish anyone else for what's going on. Um, the only thing that I can do is just keep it in perspective and, and like take each step with gratitude and um, you know, I always have like my mom's voice in my head or like my family's voice in my head telling me like this too shall pass or, yeah. <laughs> you know, everything's okay. Like if you're not doing okay, it's okay. And so I don't know, sometimes it just helps to know that like it's okay. And there's probably going to be a moment in the future where I feel much happier or, you know, much healthier or yeah. or whatever i feel you know no, just satisfied sure. with life there's there there will be a moment like that um in yeah. the future and it's okay if there, if this particular moment doesn't feel okay yeah no and that's that's huge i mean even like even just before this like i was just feeling super stressed and overwhelmed so like i just went Aww. outside and i was like just listen i'm like i'm just listening to the the dirt crunching underneath my feet as i'm walking the birds chirping yeah. and stuff and just like like centering yourself you know and just be like yeah. you know what it's not that bad i'm alive today bills are paid i can eat like you know life isn't so bad and just like this, amen this will pass, you know? oh my gosh i had actually i'm so sorry i had a no, moment no, no. that yeah. <laughs> as soon I'm as you said that i was like oh. okay so so basically after we went remember when we um we had packs yes. at the end of march yes i i ended up having a seizure shortly after that and so i was I know, like yep. i i was like oh my god what is going on um, that was crazy. the first time anything like that ever happened to me that it was nuts. So I was like, yep. whoa, I, I was just kind of like questioning everything at that point. Mm -hmm. And for like the next week, I was in this kind of cycle of not being sure what was going on in general. And then I, um, I saw a bird like just fluttering around my front door 
Yeah. And I, I was just thinking about all the stuff that was going on with me. And I, I saw the bird and kind of snapped me out of it. So I went to my front door to get a closer look at the bird. And I found there was a nest with <gasps> eggs in it. So that's where the nest came from? Yes. Because I've been seeing the, there's a nest on, on my media. front door. Yep. Yes. So okay. I can literally see through the glass of my front door like a, a bird's nest. And so for the last like month and a half, I've just been watching the birds. And it has <laughs> totally like grounded me like I don't even know what it is but it's made me feel like not as worried about the things that I was worried about just by watching the birds <laughs> it was just like an anchor almost to like real life and, and I don't know if it was like distracting or soothing or what but it's just been so nice to watch the little journey and they hatched on 420 yeah. and they <laughs> grew their little feathers and they already flew away yeah um <laughs> But but even this morning, I went to the nest and there are four eggs in it again. That's crazy. So I think yeah, they're starting over. Yeah, <laughs> they're starting over. So I get to watch it some more. So uh, but yeah, there's just certain stuff like that. Getting outside and um, being part of feeling like you're part of something when you feel really helpless or when you mm. kind of sometimes you just feel like you're just like flailing in the wind. Um, and you kind of have to find something to hang on to before you like blow away. <laughs> like, sure. I feel like certain things like that, you know, the little bird's nest has helped me feel like, okay, I'm here and like, yep. everything's okay. Uh, yeah. It's sometimes <laughs> we just need that thing to just snap us out of that, you know, cause mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just that never ending, like sinking sand that like, you know, you just need something to pull you out of it and you're like, oh, okay. All right. It's not so bad. Exactly. I totally get that. <laughs> um, all right. So I got to know. Where did the names, because you call your community or your space the Snack Shack, where in the world did that come from? Oh, because we, when I first started, yeah. um, everybody would be like, that, that was like the first time that a lot of the people I had been gaming with previously, mm -hmm. that was like the first time they were really seeing me. So they were like, ooh, Kiwi, you're a snack. You remember when everybody used to say that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> When everybody says they are snack, now you're a whole uh, meal. Um, and, oh so, <laughs> and so I was like, you know, we kind of just kind of like developed that, uh, you know, you're cute. No, you're cute. No, yeah. you're cute. So, so everyone, <laughs> everyone in the snack shack is a snack. Um, and so we kind of went with that. Yeah. <laughs> love that. That's so good. Bunch so of cuties. Awesome. I love them. Oh, that's amazing. That's always mm -hmm. nice to have like, you know, that you guys can have that like, you know, common area where you're like oh no you're mm -hmm. great you're great yeah instead of like instead of the mob being like you suck at this game be like yeah Shut up. oh my god no they do that too but yep. we're mostly oh, yeah. we're mostly soft mostly soft <laughs> and then how, how do you feel like having that right because i feel like you know not everyone has like a name for their community or anything like that but mm -hmm. i feel like it, it does have something where you know you feel like you're a part of something how do you feel like that really plays a role in helping you build a community and keep it you know and strengthening it I think that's really important for people to feel included um, or to feel like they have the power to, you know, affect something or change something for the yeah. better is really important. And I think although it doesn't really matter what you call it, it's still something to help everybody kind of like band together and for form sure. that sense of camaraderie. But there's more than the name. Like you, the name is one part, but you have to right. tie it to something that is meaningful. Um, you have to make sure there's, there's some pizzazz. There's some like feeling right. behind being called something, being part of something. Like, what are you known for? If, you know, people are part of my community and they're the snack shack, like what are we known for as a community? You know, um, that kind of stuff is kind of like 
it encapsulates the vibe of the community. Uh, so, so yeah, I guess mine would probably, they're a little chaotic. They're chaotic, yeah. not me. I don't know yeah. how they got like that. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not my fault. Heck, no, I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, cozy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I love it. Well, kind of talking about community and the name and some of that, how it started. Let's go ahead and bring it back to the past. So I'm curious, where did your love for video games come from? Where did it start? Oh, well, I grew up in um, a single parent household. My mom was pretty busy and I had older brothers. Uh, so a lot of times if my mom was like at school or at work, I would be able to kind of hang out with my older brothers and watch them play video games. Yep. We didn't have cable or anything. We had like one big old TV with a fat back. You remember them TV? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, big I old TV. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had one of those and our VCR um, with my Aladdin tape that I would rewind and watch a thousand <gasps> times Aladdin. a day. <laughs> yeah. So when it was, you know, when it was like, each of our times, there were four of us, each mm -hmm. of our time to like have the TV, my three brothers would always pick to play, you know, a video game. So I got to sit around and watch them play pretty much my whole like childhood. That's what I grew up yeah. doing, which is why Twitch is so familiar to me, because that's exactly what I used to do. Sit there and watch my brothers play and talk to them. And they would teach me how to do certain things in the game. Mm. We would like listen to the music in the game and like analyze games together. And that was kind of our, our bonding time. And our number one form of entertainment for sure. And some of those earlier games that they were playing were like Castlevania, um, Ooh, yep. Streets of Rage, mm -hmm. all, all the Sonics, uh, every Sega oh, Genesis, man. everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Final Fantasy. Fun there was fantasy. a lot of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, we just grew up doing that stuff together and it has never gone away. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really awesome. And I think it's kind of cool that you like, you know, that you said that Twitch was a familiar place to you because this is something you've been doing your whole life, you know, and it's mm -hmm. kind of neat because I don't think people look at it that way. You know, like I think even even more so people that are outside of the space don't look at it that way, even mm -hmm. though they probably watch someone play video games in their lifetime growing up or whatever it may be. So I think it's really neat that you kind of like put in that perspective that it was something familiar for you, which is awesome. Yeah. What led you into streaming the video games? So what actually led you into Twitch if that was the first platform that you got to know for streaming? Oh, it definitely was. I played Splatoon 2 competitively. Uh, my friends and I started a team because we love Splatoon. We were yeah. obsessed. <laughs> uh, so I started playing at LANs, which are like in-person tournaments and things. Yep. Um, I played in Switchfest and... Um, that was when I was like, oh, I love this. This is yeah. like where all the gamers go. Every time you go to a land, like, or you get to play in person, you're like, how do I get more involved? Because this is amazing. You get to meet people who are passionate about the games that you're passionate about. There's always like good merch. Um, yep. And it's really fun. Like, it's just such a good time. So really going to play in a land and starting um, that competitive team for splatoon 2 and people the entire time i was at the land they were like are you a streamer and i was like huh i didn't even know what they were talking about i was like no yeah. uh yeah are you on like, twitch like, what yeah yeah <laughs> so i had no idea what they were even talking about but um one of my teammates ended up streaming tiki Minaj. Mm -hmm. she ended up streaming on twitch and i thought it was the most fun thing ever so i was like i want to do this so yeah. that that next year i got my little tax return it was like six hundred dollars or something i went to best buy and got my little acer laptop and i was like okay let's go <laughs> yeah let's do this and that oh, laptop man. crapped out on me like every other day but 
I remember that too. <laughs> I feel like we, I feel like back when, like, you know, with Shadow and stuff too, we were like trying to get you to play games and you're trying to do it on your trackpad. And we're like, yo, you don't have a mouse? Like, what? I didn't know. <laughs> I did not know the way I mostly play console games because I didn't have a computer until I yeah. decided I was going to buy one for streaming. Um, so, yeah, I was definitely <laughs> trying to play, what was that, like CSGO or something? <laughs> I, th- I think it was like CSGO, which again, I which is funny. Because I want, I want to re- revert back to the part where you said you're not good at, you know, FPS games. They're not really your cup of tea. <laughs> yet uh, you played Splatoon competitively. Uh, yeah. Liar. Liar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's different. That's a little different. Splatoon's like a little different. It is hard, though. Yeah. It is a difficult game to get to know. But who knows? Maybe one day when I figure out the mouse and keyboard, then we'll get it together and you'll teach me. Yeah. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. Mm. But don't we all be losing now. <laughs> That's okay. It's all about having fun. It's all about having fun. Um, so who who was it that inspired you to get into content creating? Like who who was it who was the one that you're like, oh, this person is like my North Star, like this is what I want to be like whenever I create my own content and stuff too. And that started you off in your content creation journey. Oh. That's very interesting because I have a background in like acting in theater. Mm -hmm. And so in a way, I kind of have felt connected to creating content since I was little. My mom is also a filmmaker. So I've like just been in the vicinity of it um, for a while. So it was more of a natural transition for me. Mm -hmm. But there were a lot of streamers that when I first saw them, I really admired what they did. Um, Story Mode Bay is one of those big cheese. Uh, There are lots of streamers that I was like, I actually am so impressed by everything that you bring to this and how you make this feel like one cohesive show. Everything runs so smoothly. It's like, I I feel like... um, it's not necessarily things I feel like I want to imitate. They're more so things yeah. I really, really appreciate about them. Uh, so yeah, Sensei CJ was also one of them. There were just, there were mm-hmm. a lot of creators. You were one of them. I saw, I came into your stream when I think Kingdom Hearts 3 was just coming out. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember that Cause, now, yeah. Yep. Yeah, because that's one of my favorites too. And yep. um, I remember you were answering all my questions about your camera and you were unboxing something special for that. It was just such a nice time to go into your channel and be able to ask you all these questions and you answered um, that kind of like, I don't know, volunteering of, of information being really helpful also mm. influenced how I move in this space too. So thank you for that. Aw. You're so I'm helpful, fine. Paula. <laughs> I try. I try. But I, I actually remember when you rated Big Cheese, I think for the first time, and that's how I found out about Big Cheese. And you were just mm-hmm. like roaring about how amazing he was and stuff and you're right like the energy he just brought big cheese was amazing and just fantastic so it's nice having creators like that in the space that really like you know you're like wow i want to be like that that help you inspire to kind of create your own success and your own energy and kind of like really like put that out to the world in there which is awesome yes yes i was gonna say barefoot tasha is also somebody who made me like so comfortable being myself on stream it was just like oh i can just i can just be myself i don't have to overthink this i love creators like that make you feel like just be yourself yeah i love absolutely that's (laughs) probably one of the best messages to be able to put out there and it's great to have people inspired to do that um what was the tipping point that really pushed you into full time? Like when when was it that you could be like, wow, like this could actually be like a career for me? Like this could actually like, you know, I could get enough income to sustain a, the lifestyle that I have. 
Uh, I think once I started really shooting my shot at brands, because that was what I recognized to be maybe the most um, lucrative way to yeah. be able to stay in this space is by securing activations, kind of like brand deals and things like that. So once I got partnered and I um, I also won the Stream Elements Diversity Fund the first yeah, year it was happening. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. So I kind of like I had to get some stuff under my belt to validate um, how much time and energy and money and everything that I was pouring into it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I would have felt the same about streaming had I not had some like very clear signs that I'm going somewhere with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm definitely somebody who needs, I need to know that like I'm putting my time in for a reason um, right. and that eventually I'll be able to, you know, get some kind of opportunity to make it a better decision for myself. So yeah, probably like once I got partnered so in the, in the last like year or two years, two years, it's been mm -hmm. hitting the ground running. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say you, you've gotten a couple of like opportunities, like, uh, with that also the broadcaster, you won, uh, mm -hmm. some, a grant through them as well too. So mm -hmm. how do you feel like those things really like propelled you? I guess you kind of answered a little bit about giving you that like confidence that like, oh, mm -hmm. wow. Like, you know, I'm um, I'm actually good at this. Like there, I'm actually be able to be noticed by these people. Um, what would you say, like, because I feel like a lot of people are afraid to put themselves out there for those opportunities, right? Like yes. a lot of people are afraid to apply for them because they're afraid of rejection and stuff like that or just not being yes. good enough. What would you say to inspire other people to just go ahead and shoot their shot and just go for those opportunities? I think a lot of that hesitation comes from people not wanting to, like, sound like they're bragging. And mm. then some people just don't know how to talk about themselves. Yeah. Uh, some people can't identify their positive attributes or, or can't identify those things and talking about it makes them uncomfortable. Um, for the most part, I feel like I agree. I think it's uncomfortable <laughs> too. <laughs> it absolutely is. Uh, writing down on paper, I'm so great. Give me things. Of course, yeah. it's going to make people uncomfortable. Um, the For thing sure. is, you got to keep doing it. You're not going to get more comfortable by not doing it. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, being able to speak to why you deserve certain things, changing mm -hmm. the way that you interpret talking about yourself because it's not it, it doesn't have to be bragging right um, you don't you're not cocky for saying on an application i deserve this because i'm a great creator it feels like it until yeah. you get the thing you know what i yeah. mean <laughs> until you get the thing once they send you that docusign like yes we want you you're not gonna feel so bad about saying how great you were yep. so so you just you know it's hard to say it's easier to say from the other side but right keeping your focus on getting the things that you want and need in order for your hobby or your career as a streamer to flourish is more important than like that temporary like shyness like i don't want to say i'm amazing but you do but you are <laughs> amazing so just say it so you can be happy get the things you need and want take those next steps with streaming um, and and doing right by yourself because you're only shortchanging yourself by not saying how amazing you are. Um, yep. And and the, the only thing that they're going to say is no, they're literally not going to post it. They're not going to go on Reddit. <laughs> they're not going to put it on Reddit and be like, look at this idiot yep. applying for this. They're not going <laughs> to do that. 
the people are going to read the application and like leave it alone. So, uh, yeah. and they're either going to say yes or no. And um, so, yeah, just don't shortchange yourself by being worried about what some someone might think about what you have to say. Um, yeah. It's more important that you get what you need and you want for your career than it is to be worried about that. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that's perfectly said. And also, I mean, if you don't, if you don't shoot your shot, then it's a hundred percent. No, you know? Yeah. So, um, so this is something that I feel like is really interesting. So personally, I feel like I've, I've known you for switching up your style a lot. Like I said, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, like, uh, there's been times where I come in literally from week to week and it's literally a whole different setup, a whole different scenery and stuff too. How do you feel like that played a role in retaining your audience and really helping you build that community, just keeping it fresh? Yeah, I mean, people anticipate certain things and I kind of use those things as part of my content. I mm -hmm. might be playing a game, but sometimes if I have a different angle or if my makeup matches what's going on in the game or something like that, it, yeah. it becomes part of my content and it makes um, these things that you can do every day. I'm playing Splatoon every day, but it's still different. Uh, those kind of things add up and people start to anticipate these things. Oh, how's this going to be different? How are we going to celebrate this land or uh, milestone or, yeah. you know, certain things like that, that make people feel like you're thinking about them. I always want my viewers to feel like I'm thinking about them. Yeah. Uh, and, and considering uh, what they might be feeling or wanting to see on my channel. And so uh, I think that that is a really important part of my brand. I don't think it's necessary for everyone. I think that's just the expectation that I have set so far. Yeah. Uh, I, and I didn't even know it was going to be like that. I was just, <laughs> I was just getting bored and like yeah. experimenting more so than getting bored. I was just experimenting with my brand. What sticks? What do people like? What do they think is funny? What do they, what moves them to type in the chat? Yeah stuff like that. I'm just like throwing darts at the board, trying to see what, you know, what works. And now I just never stopped because yep. I'm, I'm kind of like keeping track of what works, but we still experiment and we still move things around. Uh, Cause that's just something that I like to do. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> I think it's neat because I think it's beneficial for you because it helps keep you engaged with it. But also I think mm -hmm. it's beneficial for them because then it's like, you know, it's kind of throwing them off like, Oh, this is new. This is different. Right. And yeah. like you said, you'll find what works and you'll find what doesn't work through experimenting like that. Um, exactly. When, when did you, so when and how, cause I feel like, again, like talking about like the hustling, right? Like, you know, if you're not creating content, you're like, you're wasting mm -hmm. your time kind of thing. When did you like come to the realization, like I need to take time to keep things fresh and to be able to mix things up like this? When, when did you kind of figure that out? When did it really click for you? Well, uh, not I'm not going to lie, Paula. I knew this coming <laughs> in. Okay. I knew coming into this that I needed the time because yeah. I didn't have a computer. When I tell you, I knew nothing. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. anything. You guys were asking me for my Steam username or something i was like what is steam i didn't even know anything i didn't know anything before i started streaming 
um, about streaming or PC gaming or anything. So the reason why I was taking it slow was because I had to. Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't know how to do things. So I had to take those days off to watch all these videos, to watch um, Nutty videos yep. on YouTube and oh, like yeah. read all this stuff and really research. How do I work OBS? What is a plugin? Like these were, I know it sounds silly for me to have these questions, but I didn't have a computer and I didn't know what I was doing. No, no, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't sound silly at all. I think, I think what's silly is that like, uh, that I feel like creators have a hard time being okay with taking the time away from streaming or from mm -hmm. putting out a TikTok or whatever it is these days to be able to be like, okay, like, what can I learn? How do I learn this? This person did this. How do they do that? Like, that was a really cool transition they did. How did they do that? And I feel like it's it's really interesting, again, with how much you were switching it up. Because like I said, like, I, there'd be one week I'd come in and things would look one way. And then I'd come in the next week and things would look different. <laughs> and it was just because you're trying things out and you're curious about stuff. And I think it's really neat to be able to, to do that. And I think it was very smart for you to be able to do that as well. Oh, um, thanks. So, so no, so hundred percent. I think, I think that was awesome that you did that. And I think a lot of other people should be encouraged to kind of like be okay to take a step back and do that as well too. Oh yeah. Spice it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's talk about future. Like what's your future look like? What are, like, what are some of your current goals that you're uh, working towards at the moment? Um, well, I, as I said earlier, I would mm -hmm. love to be a Twitch ambassador um, I am working on a couple of other different projects, uh, pitching myself to different brands. Um, I'm trying to also kind of get the hang of my setup aesthetically. Mm -hmm. That's kind of one of the things that I didn't really get into until I had like a full room to stream out of because yeah. I know a lot of people like me, especially first starting, you kind of have like a corner of your bedroom mm -hmm. and that's where I was. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I only have this little corner. Who cares what it looks like? You know, I'll yep. just throw some stuff. Throw, throw a yeah, plant just... beside me and that's it. Hey, no, I, I remember the Kingdom Hearts stuff. I remember the Kingdom Hearts stuff being up there. I, I liked it. It was a good setup. Yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta, like, whatever. Make it work. <laughs> now, now I have, like, a, this whole office. And so I've been able to pour more of my personality into my surroundings and uh kind of craft this thing which has been really nice that's one of the things that i love 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 about also being partnered with elgato is mm. uh being able to have these tools now where i can set up all types of photo shoots in my yeah. office from like whatever angle i have like green screens on green screens now <laughs> um it's it's just like such a, a huge thing to have an idea in your head and to have the tools to actually make it come to life um, instead of it just being an idea, which is kind of how, you know, that's where I was at first. It was just like, yeah. oh, this this concept that I can't pull off because yeah. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah that was that was so frustrating to me not to know how to do stuff. And I, I don't I have that like less and less these days. It's excellent. Yeah. Now, now look at you. Look at your room, <laughs> your stack and everything, all nice and getting neat. it together. Yeah. <laughs> what is um? So, what is your dream scenario con like going down the road? Right. So, there's some people that maybe expand and they get a team of creators and stuff too. There's some people that still keep it small and maybe add on like um, you know, a manager or like one other mm -hmm. person to be a part of the team. Like, what's the dream scenario look like for you? <sighs> you know. This is also going to sound a little bit abstract, but this is just how my brain works. Um, I don't necessarily have a dream scenario in that sense. I kind of, mm -hmm. as far as my dreams are concerned, there are feelings that I want to have. 
yeah. just because I know how I've been so surprised by my journey so far. Yep. Not that I didn't think I could do it, but that I'm like, oh, this is so cool. You know, I got a chance right. to be on a billboard in Times Square um, thanks to Twitch. And that was like not something that I could have guessed for myself. That mm -hmm. Even in my dream scenario, I couldn't have come up with that. So I kind of yeah. keep it, you know, I because who thinks that that's well, going to happen? <laughs> 100, 100, especially when you've been doing it for like four or five years, you're just like, when you thought about where you started, you're like, there's, I would never have guessed that I was, I'd be here this day. So yes. I totally understand that. Yeah. 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 Back then my dream was like, to have a computer and it's like yeah. now i have two computers that you like you know it's a, it's like my dreams i don't even know if i'm capable of thinking that 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 big i don't know if i have a, a big enough imagination for what i am actually capable of which is actually a great thing in my opinion um yeah. but no, I, I know i yeah you know what i mean like yeah no I, I i think that's good right i think i think you know not limiting yourself and just understanding that being more prepared for just anything that comes rather than trying to plan for what you want to come out of the future Exactly. Exactly. I, I definitely want to be fulfilled. Yeah. Um, I, I obviously I want to be able to pay my bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, everyone does, right? <laughs> you know, I'm so like in my dreams, I can pay my bills. Uh, in my dreams, I have no bills. But, <laughs> yeah. but if we're talking like realistically, I want to be able to, you know, to be able to support myself. Um, I definitely want to be able to give back to people. Um, I want to be able to help and mentor people. Yeah. One of the things that I really wanted to do before I even started streaming was kind of like um, public speaking. Public speaking is something that mm -hmm. I really love. And so getting into more like hosting and whatever capacity that oh, may yeah. be. Um, also, my dream like scenario was to kind of have a flow from progressive type of role with a company oh yeah that'd be so cool yeah, yeah. just <laughs> you know like, a, like almost a like, a, like an icon spokesperson yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um <laughs> yeah, yeah i i i've, I've kind of had that feeling of like i want to find something that like resonates with me that is you know almost synonymous with me like when people yeah. think of this thing they they also think of me um and I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know how I'm going to pull that off. But that's something that I'm working toward that I think is very possible. Um, yeah. That I think I'm capable of accomplishing. But most of all, just to keep like a level head, um, to stay appreciative of things, to be able to keep learning. I want to keep, mm -hmm. keep, keep learning because there's so much to learn and so much I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and to be able to keep teaching people around me too because I think that's, you know, that's kind of the, the, the helpful thing to do. Yeah. And also like fulfilling, like you said, like it's, it's Very. Nice to to help creators, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, there's like a 30, 30, 30 rule. Spend time with people that are like 30% of your time with people that are ahead of you. 30% of the time, people that are like in the same area as you are as in your journey. And then 30% of the time with people that are in the beginning of their journey or like, you know, mm. maybe where you started. Um, I think there's a lot of good fulfilling, you know, fulfilling roles you could play in each one of those areas whether it's being a listener whether it's being someone to bounce ideas off of or even to help out so i totally, totally that's a that. really good balance i haven't heard that one before oh really Come on, yeah. knowledge yeah <laughs> i feel like where i got that from but um all right and then so as we're wrapping it up what is the most valuable and important thing you feel like someone could get from this conversation or what would you want to leave people with to put as much of yourself as you can, mm -hmm. as much that you're comfortable with putting out there, out there, 
So just lay it out there. Um, there may be people who think that you're weird, but there are people who think you're weird as it is yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter. Secrets there, out, people. Yeah. yeah. People have these, people have these people opinions of you already. People already think you're weird. People already don't like something about you. Like if you were going to live your life based on people thinking you're weird or not liking you, you wouldn't be able to do anything. True. So, you know, maybe wrap your mind around the fact that your content isn't going to be for every single person, but that yep. it's still worth it to make. You are still a worthwhile creator, even if it doesn't seem like everyone gets you or gets your content. Um, do it for the people who do, because there are definitely people who get your content. I've seen people streaming jars of peanut butter, and that's it to <laughs> Twitch. And so... If somebody can stream a, a jar of Jiffy, yeah, you can stream. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, can you do got it, too, it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Um, so I my main takeaway is just to like totally be comfortable with being yourself, and and maybe little by little, even if you aren't comfortable today, maybe you just push a little bit more to to put yourself out there because you want to be able to attract the people who align with you, the people exactly. who uh, appreciate those things about you. They need to be able to see it. They need to be able yep. to feel it. Uh, so the the more that you're able to express yourself through your content, the more people who resonate with that will gravitate toward you and you'll end up finding your audience. Um, and it could be anything at all. It could be the music that you listen to. Um, it could be, you know, the stuff, if you have a face cam, it could be the stuff that's around in your room. So many people yep. come by to talk to me about my Yoshi or <laughs> something that's going on in my background. You know, take every little bit, every piece that you have, um, whether it's like an asset on screen or something in your background, something on your face, something you're wearing, take every opportunity to express yourself, however you're comfortable, like to whatever yep. capacity you're comfortable doing so. And, um, and, and things will be easier if you're able to do that effectively. Yeah, I think I think that's, uh, yeah, that's really amazing advice, just because Unless you're doing like a persona thing, like it's it's hard to try to try and not be yourself. I think it's just, you know, just be more natural about it and just be yourself. And, you know, people will come, people will stay, people might not like you and that's totally okay. But yeah, the, the biggest people thing don't like go. Said, they'll yeah. they'll go though. Like you gotta know people will go. <laughs> is, yeah, and that's okay. It's just a part yeah, of it. it. Is. I mean, it not is. just in content in life, people come and go, and that's totally okay. But I think exactly. I think what you said is, is huge. That you know, to to be yourself, to really attract other like minded individuals. Because if if you're not putting yourself out there, they don't really know that you're you know what you're about or who you are and stuff too. So exactly, I love that. So. <laughs> That is pretty much it. Thank you so much. I know we ran a little bit over the time that we thought, but did we? Um, I think I think yeah. maybe a little bit, but that's time okay. Flies when you're having fun. That's what I'm saying. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But thank you so much for being here. Uh, again, for everyone that doesn't know, Kiwi on the sticks everywhere, whether it's Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. Twitter's huge for you. I know that's a big platform where you love to love be on there and stuff too. <laughs> tweet. Yep. So. Um, yeah, thank you again so much for being on here. I appreciate taking thank the time you. to speak with me today and share your story. So Thank you so much for having me. It's great to catch up with you. I think you're doing an amazing job, and I'm glad that you're in a position to be able to talk to other creators about this kind of stuff. And I'm glad you're doing mm. such meaningful work. I'm so proud of you. Thank so you. I appreciate hugs. it. Well, just know, <laughs> just know that you are a big, a big part of the reason why I'm here. I would definitely say that without you in my life, I wouldn't be the same person I am today. So Aww. thank you again so much. I appreciate so you. 
over here. Oh, God. All right. Thank you guys again. I appreciate it. If you guys are listening to this on YouTube, uh, make sure you guys give it a thumbs up and subscribe. If you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple, make sure you guys rate the uh, episode. Also, make sure you go find Kiwi. She has a blast to hang out with. Thank you guys again. We appreciate it. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.